If the coal industry is to survive, its savior may be something that President Donald Trump talks a lot about. Gonna have clean coal, really clean coal. Coal states are pouring millions of dollars into clean coal research. The industry is hoping not only to capture carbon dioxide created by burning coal, but find ways to put those emissions to use. Inside Energy looks at these efforts, starting with North Dakota reporter Amy Sisk. I'm at this event hosted by the trade group for North Dakota's coal industry. The Lignite Energy Council is having teachers play Jeopardy. The point is to teach them about lignite, the type of coal found here in North Dakota. Lignite for 500, and the answer is lignite supply in years. What is 800 or more? Yes, very good. What is 800 or more years supply of lignite? With that long-term potential, the industry has no desire to stop mining anytime soon. But the way the state uses that coal will look quite a bit different down the road. The future, judging by current research efforts, lies in carbon management. It's a hot topic at this teacher seminar. We're looking at CO2 as a challenge, but also an opportunity. Mike Holmes oversees research and development for the Lignite Council. The state government has poured $15 million into carbon research in recent years, with the industry and federal government adding millions more to projects in North Dakota and elsewhere. Most of these projects are in the early stages and will require a lot more investment before they're ready on a commercial scale. One of North Dakota's biggest efforts is a power plant that will capture the carbon dioxide it creates and use some of it to power the plant. The rest, one option, is to store it. We would have to have the right conditions underground, temperature and pressure. Dan Daly is a geologist with the state's Energy and Environmental Research Center. This is how he explains storage to the group of teachers. We would have to have the right kind of rocks, a rock to store the CO2 in, and a rock that would form a seal over that storage layer. Another option, transform carbon dioxide into a money maker. Joan Dietz works at a plant that gasifies coal and turns it into various products. You know, knowing that we probably will be in a carbon constraint world going forward, we looked at it as an opportunity for a gener uh, generating more revenue. CO2 from this plant is piped up to Canada. There, it's sent down into old oil wells to boost production. There's potential to do this in the Bakken. Holmes sees a big payoff if researchers can develop the technology to send carbon dioxide into newly tapped shale formations. It would double one of the biggest oil plays the United States has had. And help keep the demand for North Dakota's lignite coal going for years to come. I'm Madeline Beck, Inside Energy's Wyoming reporter. In Wyoming, there's also been significant research into clean coal. That's because the state is the number one coal exporter in the nation. Well, shipping coal out of Powder River Basin provides incredible revenue to the county and to the state. This is Phil Christofferson. He's CEO of a nonprofit that works to develop and grow businesses in Wyoming's coal country. I think everybody realizes that, so if that went away, what would happen to the state? I talked with him in the hallway right after the state loan and investment board agreed to spend $1.5 million to help build a new coal products innovation center. This is something his organization has been championing. The center will be built in an old coal mine in Gillette. They hope to incubate new businesses interested in coal-based products, products like carbon nanotubes and carbon fibers. Jim Ford is with Atlas Carbon, exactly the kind of business the new center hopes to foster. We need to be more thoughtful about what we do with the unique chemistry that coal provides. Ford's company extracts pure carbon from coal and markets it to help clean water, air, and emissions from coal-fired power plants. I called him in his office in Gillette. 
big advantages, I think, of developing advanced carbon-based products from coal is the fact that we have the coal right here under our feet and in ways you could say an almost inexhaustible supply. Atlas Carbon is only three years old, and it just secured a $15 million loan last October from the state to expand its operations. Wyoming isn't putting all its carbon product eggs into one basket, though. The state is helping build something called an integrated test center in Gillette. It will eventually host the Carbon X Prize, a competition to see what research will pay off in the clean coal contest. Wyoming, like North Dakota, depends on millions of federal dollars to keep all this research going. Despite the Trump administration's full-throated support for the industry, the proposed energy budget slashes clean coal research by 85 percent. Coal state lawmakers vow to fight those cuts. For Inside Energy, I'm Madeline Beck in Wyoming. And I'm Amy Sisk in North Dakota. For more on the future of coal and a host of other energy stories, photos, and videos, check out our website, insideenergy.org.